Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 299, for Wednesday, September 23rd, 2015. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Just missing this week, at number 12 by 305 views is Blood Rage, and at number 11 by only 248 views, The Seventh Continent. But tenaciously hanging on to the list, spending three of the last four weeks at number 10, is Codenames by Vlada Kvadl, published by Czech Games Edition with 9,496 views, an 11% drop, but we have a lot of relatively large drops this week, so that's not terribly unusual. Down two spots to number nine is X-Wing by Jay Little, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 9,504 views, a narrow eight-view gap between those two games. That's a 12% drop for X-Wing. The first of our five new entries at number eight is Risk Star Wars Edition from Hasbro with 10,779 views. It's a 112% increase from last week, and it exploded into the, uh, the hotness list due to its release back on September 4th. The game is a, well, it's Risk, but it's set at the end of the Return of the Jedi movie. An interesting case at number seven, returning after 32 months away, is Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death, with 10,946 views, a gap of less than 200 between Kingdom Death and Risk, Star Wars edition. Yes, 32 months away. The last time this game was on the list was January 9th, 2013. To give you an idea of how long ago that was, Android Netrunner was in its first run, the big run, at number one. And it had only been there for five weeks. Kingdom Death was a big, big miniatures project on Kickstarter, raised over $2 million. It had a projected delivery date of November 2013, and is only now finally arriving to backers. Late, but the people who backed it seem to be pretty happy with the product they're getting. In its 50th week on the countdown, sliding three spots to number six is Star Wars Imperial Assault from Corey, by Corey Kaneska, Justin Kempinen, and Jonathan Ying, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 11,900 views, an 11% drop. Last week's number one tumbles four spaces to number five, The Others, by Eric M. Lang, published by Guillotine Games and Cool Mini or Not, with 13,394, a 39% decline. Our third new entry, and our second debut, is at number four, Cube Quest, by Oliver and Gary Sibthorpe, published by GameRight, with 13,711 views, or a little more than 300 more than the others. The subtitle for Cube Quest is Clash for the Crown, 
It's a dexterity game in which dice are flicked to attack the other player. It was originally released in 2013 and is one of the most uh, successful or hot, I guess you could say, contests that Board Game Geek has run in quite some time. Returning after 13 weeks away, three full months, at number three is Epic by Rob Dougherty and Darwin Castle, published by White Wizard Games with 14,600 views, a big boost of 62% from last week. Orders are being shipped now to the Kickstarter backers. Uh, So yes, unlike Kingdom Death Monster, which took something on the order of ah, two and a half years, Epic has taken three months to get its things fulfilled. Very different projects, of course. Very different projects. This is a CCG in a box, basically, from the publishers of Star Realms. At number two for the second week in a row is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 15,300 views, off 22%, but still within shouting distance of the top spot, and maintaining a number two spot, this is a Kickstarter project that's still ongoing, raised about a quarter million dollars. It's, it's performing very well, has a lot of attention from the BGG community. But our third debut, fifth new entry, at number one is Pandemic Legacy by Matt Leacock and Rob Davio, published by Z-Man Games with 16,700 views. I had to go back and look at my lists, I could have sworn Pandemic Legacy had made the chart at some point, but apparently not. Apparently, the numerous times it has bubbled into the hotness, it has never quite cracked the top ten, now shoots all the way to number one. In fact, it's our 50th different number one, and the seventh consecutive week that we have had a different game at number one. Uh, Why? Well, because... I think because the Miami Dice episode in which Tom and crew reviewed the game is probably what got a lot of attention. This has been, this is a legacy game, a la Risk Legacy, where when you make changes to the game, well, there are changes made to the game. Every time you play through, there's something that's changed about it, and those changes are permanent. The game is due out October 5th, so it's just a couple of weeks away. I would expect this to, I don't know if it sticks around for sure the next couple of weeks, but once it hits stores, this is a big release. For Wednesday, September 23rd, 2015.